Welcome to Coaching Uncut, a special series on the Unstoppable Woman podcast, where I take you behind the scenes and give you a peek into the private coaching I do with my clients. All of these coaching calls have been recorded with the permission from my clients who have generously allowed me to share these with you as a way of helping more people in this world. They give you access to master level coaching and the opportunity to learn the lessons that they're learning right along with them. Please keep in mind that these recordings are not studio productions and the audio quality may be less than ideal, but the content will take you far and help you become unstoppable. With that, listen in and learn. Okay. Oh, I kind of lost it after. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes the tech gets funny. So, um, let's think. So, I my my thing and I'm working on right now is the um the house that we're trying to buy and we've done everything we paid on that we got our credit scores up based on a recommendation from the mortgage guy we put on payroll making 150k um we moved our expenses off to the business or some of the business stuff and um I just feel like we've done everything right or that we've been doing. But, you know, we also have some history of having not so great tax returns. And um, we did have some issues with our credits and things like that during our you know, business loss that we had. So what I guess I'm I'm trying to figure out is, Maybe I just need not figure, but this is something I really, really want. <laughs> We're doing everything we can, and we may not get it. And that's and I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to to balance this faith and belief and everything that we're doing everything we're supposed to. Um, and then the the reason this is coming up is because I, I mean, and it's 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 a minor thing I think, but. Yesterday I was talking to a guy um, who is a regional uh, construction manager at the builder who's also a friend of ours. And he just said, you know, just so you know, all of the um, the people, all the clients that are having their houses built, they each have like a red or green or orange, like for their mortgage to see where they're at. And he said, yours is orange. And I'm like, oh, that just sets kind of threw me off. And Wait, what did he say? He said it was red or green, not or orange. orange. There's or three different, his, ours is orange out of okay. the three statuses. So it's not so red. So that's it's, good. It's not red. Um, okay. and, I, and I think it's just simply that we didn't end up going with the, foreign, the finance company that the builder has. And that's probably it because they're kind of in the dark as to what's going on. And that's probably all it is versus, like, there's anything wrong. But it just was a little enough to just put that little doubt in my mind, you know, and I don't want to let it snowball. Um, but I guess my thing is I don't know at what point we've 
done everything we can or we've done enough or we need to be pushing, pushing, pushing versus surrender, let it happen, whatever happens, happens. Okay, let me ask you a couple of questions. Okay. Just so I understand. You haven't received the mortgage yet and the mortgage is through the builder, is that correct? We have not received the mortgage yet. The mortgage is, we did not go through the builder mortgage company. We went mm. through a, a broker that has multiple programs to choose from. Okay. And so leaving the builder's commentary off the table just momentarily, can you tell me where you stand with the mortgage broker and the mortgage? What is the mortgage broker saying? So the thing with the mortgage company is that I've found is that you've got your sales guy who's like, yes, 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 everything's great. And then you've got your underwriter in the dungeon who mm -hmm. um, is the unknown. <laughs> you can't talk yeah. to them and they throw them some bread and water, I think, sometimes. <laughs> and they keep them down there and you can't, you know what I'm, because you, you just got a house too. So you know what the mortgage guy is unless you bought yours in cash, which would be amazing. Um, so I, I had a mortgage guy. So, so I'm going to just interrupt for a moment. My experience was different. Okay. I had a great mortgage broker, kept me apprised of all the details, managed the process, told me straight, you know, as a solo, not a solo, but as a self-employed person, here's what you need to do, these are the challenges, this is what you need to show, right? Like there were hoops that we needed to jump through, lots of yeah. them. It was, you know, a multi, multi, multi-phase process. Um, but he, he kept me appraised of the situation and wasn't just deferring to, like I never heard anything about the underwriter in the dungeon kind of scenario. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I, I think there's uh there might be truth in what you're saying but there also might be do you need to work with different people okay and i can't assess that based on what you've told me but there there is something to be said about working with experts and if you're not if you're not working with experts and you don't have experts in your camp it can be really frustrating um so i would just assess without that sort of loyalty piece, whether the mortgage broker you're working with is, you know, expert enough, good enough. Okay. Well, and he he guided us in saying, and, he, and it was a referral from our CPA firm, so they kind of worked together on getting us, you know, like, well, doesn't own half the business, and he can be a W-2 employee, and we could just do it under him, and then we won't have to worry about the business tax stuff and because it's too late to do anything about the taxes from two years ago <laughs> or you know last year it is what it is but um you know and maybe it's it is sometimes the wrong people in that he was he's so busy that it's not easy to always get a hold of them um and so there is some nervousness i guess about this especially in the timing of it it's like okay well we're going to give all this information, and if it comes back as not doable, do we have enough time to find another solution? And so that's, that's like, I, I think, the anxiety and around that. 
and I mean, there's another program where we can do like um, two, or we can do um, bank statement program. So it costs, you know, interest rate would be higher, which I don't really care about at this point. Um, and then they just look at our, basically our cash flow. But that's, you know, they're trying to get us into a traditional mortgage at this point. So okay, so so then I think your question about is there anything else I need to do is a really good one. Okay, so when do you need this mortgage by in order to, you know, do the deed with the builder? I think. Um, around November. We don't know for sure. It's going to be sometime November or December, I think. Okay. So I would go back to your mortgage broker and ask a very specific question, which is, if this traditional mortgage, at what point do we let go of doing a traditional mortgage in order to do a bank statement mortgage, you know? Mm -hmm. Because I want to make sure that we have enough time before the requirement on such and such a date. Okay? Mm -hmm. And ask that question. Because if you don't care about the extra interest because you just want to get into the house and that's going to allow you peace of mind and the ability to make more money, right? So you, you move past this and the interest rate is going to cost, you know, $200 more a month and you don't give a shit about that, yeah. right? Okay. Then the other thing to do is just to be like, I want to do the interest rate, the, the bank statement one. Let's mm -hmm. shift. Okay. Um, but, you know, so, even that, I don't really know if that's going to get us the mortgage, you know. So there's part of this, yes, and I, and I absolutely appreciate that insight because I will contact them and just say, or can we be applying for them simultaneously? <laughs> so right, exactly. Like, do we have to do one or the other? Can we do both? Like, how do we fast track this? Yeah. And and I think what you're asking me ultimately is, is this cause and effect, or is this um, a belief issue? Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. Well, thank you for making that so more eloquent. <laughs> okay. Well, it's always both. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because, mm -hmm. so, so the fundamental law is everything just is energy is okay, yeah. and cause and effect is one aspect of that law, and belief is you know law of polarity, belief in in the truth is another aspect of that law. We separate them in order to speak about them mm -hmm. with words, right? But they're they're all integrated. Law of relativity, law of vibration, all of that stuff. It's not one or the other. It's what you're focusing on right now to help you move through the the challenge and the situation that you're in right now. So um, you do need to change your vibration around this. Okay. So how would you be acting right now if you knew with absolute certainty that you had enough money for this mortgage, that it was a done deal. How would you be feeling? How would you be acting? Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would. I think there would be just a immense sense of relief, <laughs> weight off my shoulders. Um, Can you feel that sense of relief right now? Can you imagine that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
So that means that you can move yourself into that vibration again and again and again. You can then, after you keep moving yourself into that vibration, then you stay at that vibration, okay? That's your job right now. Cause and effect is absolutely at play. Go have that conversation, okay, mm-hmm. with the mortgage broker. You, you know, you, one of the things you were asking, is there more that I can do? Here's, here's one thing more that you could do, okay? Yeah. And additionally, your belief, i.e. your vibration, is a cause. They're not yeah. separate, okay? So, like, you would be relieved. You would, anything that came to you, you'd be like, oh, we got that handled. Let me get you that paperwork, right? Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be thrown off your game. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. yes. And um, there, there's this, I mean, there's a real possibility that this won't come through. And that's where I... I'm like bracing myself for disappointment, <laughs> and that's, or you know, like so that's negative like faith, my faith, Wendy. I know, I know. Okay, so 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 the the there, great that you point that out. This is yeah. your growth edge. Forgive yourself, love yourself, acknowledge yourself, all of that. Don't beat yourself up for it, and do it differently. It doesn't mean that you have to be. Here's where people go awry. They're like Amira. I keep going back to this negative faith. I can't do this, right? And then they start beating themselves up over it. Every time, and that's, you know, that's just a self-fulfilling prophecy and that doesn't work, okay? So don't do that, okay? But when you do notice, oh, look, I'm in that place, you do have to, in that moment, oh, look, awareness, I'm in that place, I'm in that vibration, I'm going to do what I just had this coaching call about, which is imagine that it was a done deal and how I would feel, right, mm-hmm. if, if I knew it was going to work, and put myself back into that vibration again and again and again. You don't have to be perfect, but you do have to do something different when you have the new awareness. Mm-hmm. Okay. But me saying that you don't have to be perfect is not a free pass to blow off changing your vibration when you're aware of it. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying don't don't beat yourself up for noticing that you're in negative phase. Go, okay. oh look, there I go again. I need to shift how I'm approaching this. Okay. So okay. what is the, the definition of yeah. negative phase? Believing in the outcome that you don't want. Okay. It's what most people call worry. Okay. It has it hasn't happened yet. You haven't gotten denied for the mortgage, but you're energizing that. Yeah. And this is not an excuse for head in the sand ostriching. Like I'm not saying, oh yeah, you can become a billionaire tomorrow, Wendy. Right? Like mm-hmm. no, that's you're well on your way to you know multiple multiple millions, right? But you're not well on your way tomorrow to being a billionaire. Okay, so we're not going to be, um, I don't know, pie in the sky, you know, like just yeah. being, uh, having magical thinking. That said, you have a lot of data and that says that this could work, okay? Yeah. So you need to focus on making it work, 
that it is going to work, and and all of that. And and it does require that you you risk disappointment. You you have to in the act of believing in the thing that you really want, you have to move through the fear of disappointment. Part of the worry, the negative faith is if I hold on to this, then I won't be so disappointed. Mm-hmm. I won't experience that disappointment. Meanwhile, you're experiencing anxiety for the next four months or whatever, right? Yeah. So I'd rather feel the disappointment. Wendy, great example. My my story of like wanting to make a million dollars starting at 138. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know how the hell that was going to happen. There was lots of times where I was in anxiety about it, didn't know how it was going to happen, was like freaking out, like was making 10K a month, like that mm-hmm. was right. Like that's not like being on the the trajectory to a million. And I didn't make the million, but I made 700K that year, five times my income. Yeah. Was I disappointed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I cried my eyes out, Okay. It sounds entitled. It wasn't. It was just, I really wanted it, and it didn't happen. Yeah. And I was sad, and then I woke up, and I was like, oh, but you five times your income. That's a much better way of looking at it, right? Yeah. And and now I know that I can survive that disappointment even as I go for bigger and bigger goals, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So this is a great lesson experience challenge. If you can move through this, you will be so much uh, more equipped for everything that's coming in life. Mm-hmm. The, this is the thing that you actually need to move through to get to the next level. Not the mortgage, right? I mean, yes, the mortgage right. is great. Okay. It's the, the facilitator of learning how to manage yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Cool. Okay, go do it. All right. All right, thanks. <laughs> You're so welcome. Okay, <laughs> bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, bye. Thank you so much for joining us for Coaching Uncut. If you loved what you learned today, please leave us a comment and let us know. We always love a thumbs up or a five-star review, so thank you in advance for that. And if you want to take your life and your business to the next level and it's time to scale, please reach out to us and schedule a consult at theunstoppablewoman.com slash next level. So that's theunstoppablewoman.com slash next level. See you in the next episode. Rock it out and be unstoppable.